Hello and welcome to No Easy Games, an alternative guide to world football. The administrative nightmare that is a podcast done purely on a voluntary basis continues. I'm Tom O'Brien. And I'm Aaron Gales and above all we love Africa and there are just eight teams to go in our AFCON preview. We begin tonight with Group E. Group E, the fifth group uh, traditionally. (laughs) Yeah, and we'll kick things off with Tunisia, Tom. Tell me something about Tunisia. Tunisia, our seeded team in this group. I like the fact we're just dispensed with pleasantries now. It really is becoming a chore, (laughs) this, isn't it? Um, Tunisia is the seeded team. Uh, They're also known as the Eagles of Carthage. Uh, and they're currently ranked 28th in the world. The highest they've ever been is 14th in April last year, with the lowest of 65th in July 2010. They're one-time African champions, winning the Cup of Nations in their home tournament back in 2004. Uh, they've played at five World Cups, most recently in Russia last year. They have never got beyond the group stage. Their domestic-based squad won the African Nations Championships in 2011. They won the Arab Nations Cup in 1963, the Palestine Cup of Nations 10 years after that, and the Mediterranean Games in 2001. The head coach is Alain Gires, international hired gun number seven, the Frenchman who was appointed in December and replaced Nabil Maloul, who resigned after the World Cup. Gires has been around the world and either he can't find his baby or he's coaching for hire, having managed Georgia, Gabon, Mali twice and Senegal before getting the Tunisia gig. As a player, he won Euro 1984 with France. Felicitations, Alain. They don't have many star players, being more of a team unit than individuals, so let's say their star man is Naim Sliti, the Dijon attacker midfielder whose goals in the relegation playoff second leg helped keep the most men in League One next season for a fourth successive campaign. He has 28 caps for his country and has scored seven times. He might be one of the best, he might be one of the worst. We don't know or care. Do you know a bit about him, Tom, being a Dijon fan? Yeah, um, Dijon were dead and better. I mean, they started the season terrifically well in League One. They were joint top with Paris Saint-Germain, separated only by the fact that I think they'd won all their games by one goal, and Paris had a goal difference of about eight better than them at three after three games. Um, and then it all seems to go terribly, terribly wrong, and they've been in the bottom three for most of the season. Um, but the bottom two get relegated automatically. Then the next team has to play a playoff, uh, which they did, and... Um, He's he's a name. He's a player who sort of. I don't think he's had the most spectacular season because obviously they've been battling relegation. But they mm-hmm. finished the season really quite strongly. Uh, and um, he, um, if you would believe his Wikipedia page, didn't score a single goal, which I know isn't true because I saw it happen. Um, but he's um, uh, sort of a, a diminutive attacking midfielder, a wide player at times. One of the goals he scored in this playoff against Long. The, it seemed like everyone just stopped. There was a sort of a long mm. ball that came out to him wide on the left and he just ran into the middle and passed it into the goal. But there was a whole team between him at this point. It, 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 it's a, <laughs> it was a really strange goal to, to see, but um, I mean, that's literally as much as I know about him. He exists because he plays yeah. for the, uh, the French team that, um, that I occasionally follow their matches on Twitter. Um, but he's in the squad uh, and mm. that's always to be considered a success when you write these previews <laughs> this early. Um, they have got a one to watch who that stalling has allowed me to confirm is in the squad. Uh, it's Nice midfielder Bassem Srafi. Yeah, he's 22. He's scored four goals in 52 league appearances uh, and he has 11 caps for his country, 12 now caps for his country. Uh, again, he might be shit. It's really hard to tell based on paper. 
And finally, Tom, when the movie Raiders of the Lost Ark was shot in Tunisia, crew members had to remove 300 television antennas from homes in Karun for one scene in order to make a rooftop shot look like 1936. Uh, just while I'm just while I'm mooching on Wikipedia to check the squads, there's probably another player who, if he'd been involved at the time, we might have uh, given a mention to uh, Mark Lamty, uh, who is a midfielder born in Germany but now a Tunisia international. Uh, plays for Bayer Leverkusen, where he's yet to make his debut for his club yet. He's still involved in the under-19 squad there, uh, but made his debut earlier this month in a friendly against Iraq uh, and is now set to be involved uh, at the Cup of Nations. So uh, a player that we don't know a huge deal about because he's never played for a senior club. Very much the uh, the Tunisian Theo Walcott uh, in that regard. Um, but um, yeah, that's, he, he must be considered to be some some prospect to be, uh, to be named in that squad for this tournament without ever making a senior appearance very interesting mm. I mean Next not, not that interesting Marley. I've got to be honest <laughs> no not that interesting Marley who are also known as the Eagles they're currently ranked 65th in the world tied with the Ivory Coast Marley have a highest position of 23rd six years ago while their lowest spot was 117th in October 2001 do you think Marley feud with Nigeria because Nigeria are the super Eagles but Marley are just the Eagles I mean is that that's yeah. got to be you know <laughs> You, Maybe they did. Maybe they had a fight about it many years ago to decide who was the best. You've got to feel really inferior, haven't you? Um, <laughs> um, they've never won the Cup of Nations, Marley. They were runners-up all the way back in 1972 in Cameroon. They've never qualified for a World Cup either, Tom, although they only actually started trying in 2002. They've won 16 of 44 qualifying matches. Uh, they were runners-up at the 2016 African Nations Championship. That's the domestic uh, base player tournament. They won the Cabral Cup three times. Their head coach is Mohamed Magasuba, who is apparently just the caretaker manager, albeit he's been caretaker for over a year and a half. He's a Malian man and literally nothing else is known about him. Their star player is striker Musa Morega, the Porto frontman. Uh, Morega has a 1-2 in two strike rate for the Portuguese gut giants over the past three seasons. And despite a terrible international record of two goals in... And there's been numerous different uh, numbers for this. He's currently stated to be on 20 caps. Um, He's been linked with Leicester, West Ham and Wolves so far this summer. Their one to watch is 21-year-old Amadou Hadara, who signed for RB Leipzig in January, having previously paid for Red Bull Salzburg. No, it's not. I feel that has six caps for more. No, it's not. No, no. Is he not been picked? He's not been picked. Oh, no, he has. He has. Sorry, yeah. it was hidden underneath the Skype uh, uh, thing on my screen. Yes, Amadou. Oh, I yeah, bet, he is. I bet, I bet they're all hidden under your Skype thing, mate. I bet they're all in the squad. But he is. Anyway, yeah. he's in. Thank God for well that. Well done. Finish off with something cheerful. The average birth rate of six children per Mali woman is the third highest in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Tom. How do you say How do you say this one? Mauritania. Mauritania. Yeah. Nicknamed the line. Nicknamed, is that right? Nicknamed the Lions of Chinghetti. They're ranked 103rd in the world with the highest position of 81st in July 2017 and a lowest ranking of 206 in January 2013. I think that's the first time we've crossed over 200 uh, to do this. So uh, so that's that's quite an achievement, Mauritania, um, because they've never actually achieved anything else. This is their first Cup of Nations ever. They've obviously never played at the World Cup. They've never played at the African Games. They've not even won the Cabral Cup. They were only runners-up there once. Good Lord. 
<laughs> Their head coach is former French international Corentin Martins, who played for Auxerre when they were good, and Deportivo La Coruña, among others. As a manager, he took charge of a French amateur team before joining his first club, Brest, as technical director. He's had three caretakers since there before getting the Mauritania job in 2014 and extended his contract until 2021, earlier this year. Um, it's difficult to tell whether they have a star player. Uh, I mean... You look at some of the teams that are listed for them and they're sort of lower league French sides, like Turkish clubs you've never heard of, Swiss clubs, uh, some domestic teams. So purely by virtue of it being uh, a foreign side that most people have heard of a bit, um, we'll say that their star player is Mokhtar Sidi Al-Hakken, known as Hakken, who plays for Real Valladolid, um, but he's actually with their B team in the third tier at the moment. He's made a solitary La Liga appearance uh, and he currently has 35 caps for his country. Um, does that mean has he increased his goals? Um, he had six goals at the last count, and he still has six goals for his country. Six goals in 35 caps from midfield. And finally, Mauritania was the last country to legally abolish slavery. It only became punishable as a criminal act in 2007. There we are then, a cheery one uh, to take us into our <laughs> final team in this group. Uh, and it's a welcome return to the international scene for Angola, uh, also known as the Palencas Negras, which means giant sable antelopes. Uh, they're currently ranked 122nd in the world. The highest they've ever been is 45th in July 2000, a low point of 147th in March two years ago. This is their eighth Cup of Nations. They've reached the quarterfinals twice, including in 2010 when they hosted the competition. Uh, where does that say? Oh, there we go. Uh, they played at one World Cup. They qualified for Germany 2006. They drew twice and lost once to exit in the group stage. They've won the Kosovo Cup three whole times. Their head coach is former Serbian defender Sudan Vasiljevic. It will surprise you to learn that he is not yet an international hired gun. Uh, he's managed a couple of Serbian teams and was assistant manager for his country before getting the Angola job in late 2017. Their star player is Bastos, the Lazio defender who has 42 caps for his country and scored twice. The 27-year-old joined the Italians from Rostov in Russia and has made 49 league appearances over the past three seasons, scoring five goals. Uh, the one to watch is 22-year-old striker Gelson Dala, uh, who is currently on the books at Sporting Clube de Portugal, or Sporting Lisbon, if you're a bit like that. Uh, he spent last season on loan at Portuguese side Rio Ave and scored a whole five goals. He has 20 caps, 11 goals, and seems like the sort of player West Ham would sign. And finally, photographing government buildings, military sites and such other structures is illegal in Angola and is penalised. Quite right know, too. Quite, <laughs> and we don't know how, we don't know what the penalising is, but, uh, well I don't anyway. I don't either, but I'm not going to try it um, because it would involve me being in Angola in the first place. Um, none of the players that we've talked about will be in Angola for the next couple of weeks, they're going to be in Egypt. Will any of them get out of the group? What do you, what do you mean? Will any Angolans get out of the group? No, I don't think no. so, no. Uh, Tunisia will win the group, presumably. Um, and Mali? I don't know. Mali, will they get out of the group? Fuck it, I'm going to say Angola are going to finish second in this group. Oh, is that because they won the cost of a cup three times? Yep, um, I think that's success. Um, they're going to be driven on by Bastos uh, and his teammates. They've got a player called Show. Uh, he's a, honestly, he's a 20-year-old player. He's called Show. Um, you know, first name big. 
Um, his full name is Manuel Luis da Silva Cafumana, but he's known as Show, uh, and he plays for a team in Angola, a multi-sports team called Club Desportivo Primero de Agosto, uh, and he has six caps for his country. He's a midfielder, and I think Show is going to lead Angola to second place in this group. A lovely finish, Tom. Don't forget, you can find each and every episode of this podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Acast, and SoundCloud. If you subscribe, you'll get every episode automatically, all 80-plus of them, and it will make us feel as if some of this effort has been worthwhile. It really doesn't feel like it does at the moment because none <laughs> of you get us in touch with us on Twitter at NoEasyGamesPod, and none of you email us at NoEasyGamesPod at Outlook.com. I'm not even getting spam from other podcast providers at the moment. <laughs> Oh dear. Until next time, I'm Aaron Gale. And I'm Tom O'Brien. Ma'asalama. Au revoir. Salama alaikum. And adios. Ma'asalama. Au revoir. Salama alaikum. And adios. And thanks for listening to No Easy Games.